You are now tuned into Poppy Chula Radio, the internet's sexiest radio station that's guaranteed to make you come back for more. The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. Get up close and personal with some of your favorite male porn stars on One on One with Poppy Chulo. Created by Poppy Chulo, One on One showcases exclusive interviews with the adult industry's most popular male performers. Here's your host, Poppy Chulo. Welcome to One on One with Poppy Chulo. Today is Wednesday, February 21st. 2018. Listeners, please welcome rising gay adult star Adonis Coverture. Welcome to the show, Adonis. Oh, thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. It's fantastic to have you on. You've been doing the damn thing, and I know that uh, your growing fan base is very curious to get to know you, so uh, hopefully by the end oh, of this yeah. interview, they can feel like they know Adonis a little bit better. I hope so, too. I'm, I'm an open book. Perfect. I like the sound of that. So uh, typically I like to start off these interviews by getting some physical stats and uh, unique stats out the way first. That's sort of like an icebreaker. So uh, the first question or or set of questions is uh, what's your height and weight? I am 6'1 and I am 201, I want to say. Just breaking 200. Awesome. What's your ethnic background? I am mixed. Uh, I say I'm black for simplicity's sake, but I'm actually a black Micronesian, Portuguese, and Cherokee native. Well, there you go. That's quite a unique mix. Oh, yeah. What's your zodiac sign? I'm an Aries. And how old are you? I'm 31. Awesome. So before we get into our exclusive one-on-one with Poppy Chulo interview, here's our announcer with a few special announcements. Thank you for downloading one-on-one with Poppy Chulo. Here are a few helpful reminders. For more information on one-on-one with Poppy Chulo, visit poppychuloradio.com slash after dark. Follow Poppy Chulo on Twitter at twitter.com slash poppychulo one-on-one. That's at Poppy Chulo. The number one. The word on. And the number one. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Poppy Chula Radio. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash Poppy Chula Radio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. 
Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. Back to you, Poppy Chulo. Thanks, announcer. All right, let's get into it, Adonis, and let's start off uh, at the very beginning, basically. Uh, you know, let's get to okay. know a little bit about the man behind the performer. Where are you originally from? I'm originally from California. Oh, okay, that's what's up. Awesome. Oh, yeah. And what was life like growing up for you? What was young Adonis uh, like, you know, as a kid heading into a teenager? Young hmm, Adonis, he was, a, he was a bit of a nerd, a little scrawny kid. He uh, had to fight his way up to the ranks to kind of get to kind of get notoriety, notoriety, I should say. Um, um, I would came from a military background, so did a lot of traveling, tons and tons of traveling all across the world. So had a chance to get a lot of great experiences. That's awesome. Very cool. When did you first realize your attraction to men? Ooh, uh, I want to say 14. I kind of had a feeling, maybe, but I, it, was a, it was a fleeting thought. I want to say it didn't really hit me until I was 18 where I actually had my first time with a guy. What was your coming out process like? Oh, wow. It was, it was hard. I, uh, it's very difficult. That's with anyone. Um, I juggle with the thought of maybe, maybe I have great thoughts. Maybe I'm bi, maybe this, maybe that. And I just kind of just, it just hit me to the point where I just, I just accepted it where I, I love people. I am attracted to men and it's, it's not an issue. It's not a problem. What was going on with your life prior to entering the adult industry? Oh, that was definitely a rat race. I uh, jumped from job to job. I've worked from, I've done security work. I've worked in a pizza restaurant. I was making pizzas. Um, I even went as far as to doing um, um, what was it? What was it? Uh, house cleaning, which that was very short lived because I hate cleaning. <laughs> but uh, I've, it, it was it was it was an interesting transition. Interesting transition. Just kind of bouncing around and. I really kind of just fell into the adult industry, starting from modeling, and it just went from there. Let's actually, let's talk about that. How exactly did you get into the business? Oh, I actually had a friend of mine who, uh, who, was, a, who was a photographer. We chatted from time to time, and I put him told him I was, I'll work with him for a couple of shots, and uh, took some great shots. I put them online, and kind of just, I started getting noticed, uh, you know, started getting emails saying, hey, we want to put you in this, put you in, a, in this movie, or hey, we want to do some modeling for you. I've done a couple of, I did some new modeling from then on, and it just slowly just transitioned to, hey, we want to do some films. So it just, <laughs> it, it was, it was the, the, now I will say modeling, modeling to the industry, that was a very smooth transition. Unexpected, but it was, it was smooth. In total, how long have you been in the business? I've been in the business for about, I'd say roughly, getting close to two years now. Okay, that's awesome. 
Very cool. So let's talk about your unique poor name. Where did the name Adonis Coverture come from? How did you come up with the name that you chose for yourself for the industry? Well, it's funny enough. I, uh, I just kind of sat and thought about some different names of maybe what crazy, sexy, ultra ego I could use for modeling or for films or for acting or for whatever. And of course, Adonis hit me. I'm thinking Adonis, you know, he's a god of of beauty, of fitness, of fashion. He's a person that, that is to be revered and, you know, loved by all. I figured, okay, let's start with that. And I kind of broke down. I want to say I spent a, a good almost a month researching just different names I could do with, use with that. Um, and Cobra sure hit me where I really wanted to do so. I would do one of the play with my complexion. A very kind of a dark mocha complexion, and I don't want to use mocha in the name. That just sounds so cliche. So... Kovashir hit me, and Kovashir is actually uh, a grade, is actually the richest grade of chocolate that is sold on the market. And I just thought that was hilarious, and I just kind of ran with that. All right, Mr. Mocha Chocolata. <laughs> That's what's up, man. I like it. So, prior to modeling yeah. and doing like the nude modeling and that kind of thing, had porn ever been. You know, sort of like a little teeny tiny idea that you had in your mind about something that you wanted to try, something you wanted to experience, or really, it was it just sort of like the um, the quote unquote whirlwind, uh, and and this is how you know you just maybe accidentally ended up doing this. Was it at all an idea in your mind of like trying out? I I think of being well, I don't want to say just being a your standard run of the mill guy every guy is thought about being in porn and especially on the time before I came out um, definitely was, that was a huge start I figured hey I'm kind of cute maybe I could try it nah nobody wants to see that but I wanna, it was just the thought just never went away I just I, it, it always went to the back of my mind maybe maybe one day I can try it out who knows and opportunity came years later and now here I am <laughs> So let's talk about the very first time that you were on set. What was that oh, experience wow. like for you? What was going on in your mind? Oh, God, I was so nervous. Oh, I was nervous. I, oh, God, so many different feelings, so many different emotions. I mean, I, I was nervous. I was excited. I was scared. Scared because I was so worried about how I'd look on film. This was my first time doing this. And just kind of worried about, oh, you know, my partner, my scene partner, would I, would I even like this? Would they even like this? Who knows? It was, it was a mix of emotions. It really was. But I'm glad the turnout was, was, was decent. The turnout was not the best in my personal opinion, but hey, that's everyone's first. It is what it is. But I had fun. It was a good time. It really was. Very nice. Well, I think that's the most important thing in my opinion. Oh, yes. So let's talk a little bit about sort of like the good and the bad about uh, being on set. When you're on set, what turns you on the most and what turns you off the most? Ooh, I'm being on set. What turns me on? 
Um, I, I'm, I'm really good on picking up vibes. I have a pick up a good vibe. This is very good, sexy, sultry, Jagger wants this relaxed vibe I can get turned on. Well, it's, it's, if it's, which I know there's, there's times where there's time crunches, we got things, we got to go, we got to move, we got to do what we have to do. But if it feels like stuff isn't moving, quote unquote, naturally, I want to say, then it, it throws me off. Because I want to be able to feel, I want to be able to catch what, what my scene partner's doing. I want to be able to, you know, to, to, to read that energy. If they're comfortable with the scenes, if the production, the crew, everyone's okay with the scene, I'm good. If there's one thing that's off, then I'll definitely ask questions, say, hey, what's going on? This is good. You know, yes, no, or the other. So I want to say my, my biggest thing to turn me on is vibe-wise. If it's good, everything's good and chill, we're good to go. And turn-offs. Um, turn-offs, I want to say, um, just, just disrespect. Just, you know, this, this, it's, it's all, we're all, we all have a job, you know, we're all working, and we're all human beings, and even though, you know, we all are doing, we're in this industry, and uh, it's that, that respect can get lost very easily, because we, uh, even though, you know, that, that object, objectification, it is what it is, hey, it's part of the job, I'm down with that, but there's a point, you know, where you, where you can uh, lose that respect, and that's something that I do not, I've never tolerated, um, I'm still another human being, I'm still another person, you know, and we're, we're here to, we're here to make money, we're here to have fun, make money, and grow dreams, and make dreams happen, you know, let's work together, let's not, you know, break each other down, and easily judge each other, and that's, that's my biggest turnoff, to where it's, it's just a huge disconnect of, uh, of productivity, you know, and, like I said before, respect. That's my biggest thing is respect me as a person and as a performer and we can get the job done. Let's break a scene down. Let's break a porn scene down. In a scene, okay. which do you enjoy the most? Giving or receiving oral? Hmm. I enjoy receiving oral. I have no problem giving oral, but I definitely enjoy receiving oral more. All right. In a scene, as far as rimming goes, which do you enjoy the most, giving or receiving? I enjoy giving. In a scene, what's your favorite sexual position, and does it differ from your favorite position off camera? Hmm, my favorite sexual position. Does it differ from... That's a good question. I'm going to say... I get more control when it's doggy, when I'm from what I'm behind. And even though this my off my off camera active life, uh, it's it's I wanna say it's the same. It's it's the same same amount of fun, same amount of 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 good mm. I just I love it. <laughs> and of course we know how a scene ends with the cum shot, the pop shot. In a scene, mm-hmm. where is your favorite place to shoot your load? I like to shoot my load either in my scene of partner's mouth or just on the on the chest, on the body, somewhere, somewhere visible. You can just kind of see that hand you work. Adonis likes to make a mess. Yes, yes, I do. (laughs) Well, there you go. Now, I'm sure you might have gotten this question 
before, mm-hmm. maybe via social media or not. But for those out there that maybe don't know the answer to this, or maybe maybe you haven't, maybe, I don't know. Um, hmm. So far, you have been, if I'm not mistaken, predominantly atop, solely atop in yes. your scenes? Yes. Okay. So, the big question that a lot of people usually like to ask is... Would you ever consider bottoming? Have you ever considered bottoming? Is that something you might be interested in doing in the future in a scene? Doing some verse work? Well, to not disappoint my fans, I will say this. I'm completely and strictly a top. Um, I, it's just me bottoming. It's just not for me. It, it might be for some people. It's just not for me. Um, I just enjoy, I enjoy topping so much that that's, 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 that's my MO. It's, it's what I like. <laughs> and uh, do I see myself do it eventually? No, I don't. I don't, honestly. It's, it's, I feel like I'm more comfortable topping, so. Well, there you go. And to be quite honest, that's a little bit refreshing to hear because uh, the trend recently has been with a lot of uh, tops bottoming and, and, and or doing verse scenes and that kind of thing. So it's mm-hmm. it's almost like uh, the last unicorn to find a performer who's a strict top or a strict uh, bottom. That is, that is very true. As you've been doing your work in the industry and as you've been, uh, you know, doing these incredible productions for some of uh, the most Thank popular you. websites and production companies in the business... Who have been some of your most favorite performers to work with? My favorite performers to work with. Let's see. Um, Mike Roman. He's amazing. He he's really cool. I <laughs> off 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 camera off scene. Hang out with him completely. Just the chillest, clothes dude I know. Um. I worked with Billy. I worked with Billy Santoro before. That was actually pretty fun. Um, let's see, who else have I worked with? I want to say, I want to say my favorite would 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 be Mike. Would have to be Mike Roman, my favorite, honestly, hands down. Who are some performers that you haven't worked with that are on your must do list? Who are you looking forward to working with in the near future? Oh, that's a very good question. Hmm. Let's see. Who am I? Hmm. You know, I I never really thought about that. That's a very very good question. Okay. <laughs> I haven't really just sat down and like, you know, was like, hmm, who would I ever want to work? I'm so. I, I think it's because I'm so I'm so hung up on of who would want to work with me. I've never thought about me wanting to work with anyone else. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> Are there any individuals in the industry that uh, inspire you? Are there any people in the industry, whether it's in front of the camera or behind the camera, that uh, you look up to whose uh, career trajectory is uh, sort of like serves as uh, an inspiration to you and yours and what you're trying to do in the business? Well, um, honestly, like I, I commend every single person who takes that dive and commits to even do this line of work because I know every single person that does adult work or, you know, does uh, 
adult entertainment, dancing, even sex work, like, hands down, I respect them completely, and they, they are the forefront of their, their, they are the ones that you should come in, because it's, it's a lot to put yourself out there, and to commit your mind, body, your mind and your body, for this, and there's a lot of trust you put out, there's a lot of, of emotions that you put out, and it takes a very strong person to balance that, and to be able to understand and work with the fact that yes this is a hard line of work no pun intended but it really is a a respectable thing like it's this is the oldest occupation in the history of everything and i just commend and respect every single person that does that does this along with me it's 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 just an honor that i'm actually have the opportunity to be in this industry I say who I look up to is everyone who is in this industry and is pushing forward and making a life and making a career out of this and growing their lives. That's my inspiration. Awesome. I like it. Very good answer, Adonis. Thank you. You're welcome. As your scenes have been coming out, since you're still fairly new to the industry with just two years in the game... Have you been looking at your own work? Are you the type of performer that uh, doesn't mind looking at their work in the industry as their scenes have been coming out? Or are you the type of performer that uh, sort of avoids looking at their own work as, uh, you know, their scenes have been released? I do check out. As soon as my stuff comes out, I do definitely check it out. Um, I definitely just want to kind of see, see how I look, see how the reaction is and definitely see comments on how people what people post is I definitely it's a learning it's a learning experience for me because uh if if I don't know what I got going on and I'm never gonna learn how to do one thing better or dial back on something or you know make my face look a certain way or I, it's, it's I it's it's kind of funny how you said it it's like you know where I've never thought of anyone not looking at their own work it's like it's 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 learning. It's yeah. You have to take notes. It's study material to me. So oh yeah. As soon as my any material comes out, I'm looking at it. I'm trying to see what's what's going down. How can how can I make it better? How can I make it hotter? So speaking about porn in general, how old were you when you saw a porn scene for the very first time? Ooh, God, I was still a youngin. Um, the first time I ever saw porn, which course it was straight porn but the first time i ever saw porn was oh what was i 11 10 or 11 maybe and it was hbo real sex way back when oh that's so funny <laughs> back back when porn wasn't really so much shamed <laughs> shout out to real sex on hbo that's what's yeah, up right i know right they should bring they should bring him back they should. They should. Although none of that is would be considered taboo anymore. They'd have to find some new stuff. That is very true. Alright, Adonis. Now it is time for the big question. Emphasis on big. A question that I'm sure a lot of your fans and supporters uh, are probably curious to know. How much is Adonis yeah. packing? Ah. Uh. <laughs> Well, disclosure, complete honesty, I am 11 inches long and about 3 inches thick. Wow, only? 
<laughs> we talked earlier about the cum shot. You know, the cum shot is mm-hmm. uh, an important part of a scene. So, is there anything in particular that you do to try to maintain a good pop shot, a good cum shot for the camera, for your scene? Let's see, that's a good question. I, I do drink a lot of water. I do drink before any scene, before any, I do drink water on a constant. And uh, I just kind of make sure, I just make sure I'm well hydrated. I make sure that, you know, I'm pretty much focused in a good mindset and I'm done, I'm, I'm, I'm good to go. It's doesn't really, it doesn't really take much. <laughs> I will say that. As you've been doing your work in the industry, uh, I'm kind of curious to ask you, what are some of your overall goals in the business? Are, are there any sort of um, benchmarks that you have for yourself doing the work that you've been doing in the industry? Like, are there any particular studios or, or, or that kind of thing that, uh, you know, you would like to work with or that maybe that you have that you've already checked off, you know, things that you want to do so that you feel like, you know what, I think I've made it. Honestly, like I would love to, and I hope, hopefully, I don't throw a lot of my uh, lot of my fans off by saying this. Um, I am, I am, I am a pansexual male. I am, and uh, it's I know it's very rare to have a uh, pan or pansexual porn. I believe pansexual porn star, but more so a pansexual male porn star, who's more so, you know, on the on the level with more gay porn. And I would love to see that expand, honestly. Like, I would love to kind of put that out, put that out there uh, for more performers to say, hey, you don't have to stick in one genre. You can, you can move around. You can be, you can, the ebb and flow. You can actually put yourself out in different venues and expand the industry. Because that's, that's what's needed. There's too much constriction. We need to expand the industry, you know, make it more, make it better open for everyone. So I would love to definitely see um, I'll go. I'd love to go to ABN one year. I would love to go there. It's always been a dream. <laughs> definitely would love to see uh, a lot of the awards and travel more. And hopefully, you know, the industry will be, be, get me out there overseas. And I just, want to, I just want to see the industry just grow. That's my goal. Like my, my honest goal is to put my foot in the door to see it grow and have it be more open and have it be more inviting for people of all walks of life. Because anyone can anyone can do this. I'm not gonna say you have to have a certain look, you have to have a certain, anyone. You got mm-hmm. the heart, you got the right mind, you can you can succeed in this industry. So can you define pansexuality for our listeners? Yes, yes I can. Um, a lot of people ask me and they ask, Oh, what is that? Do you and I hate to say, to simplify it and say, oh, it's like a bisexual because it's not. Bisexuality, of course, is on two binaries. You like men and you like women. Men being naturally born men and women being naturally born women. I, on the other hand, I don't care what's going on in between your legs. I am attracted to that person. Heart, mind, and, and the body that they have, no matter what. And it's a very rare, it's a very rare concept to wrap your mind around because, as society, we're stuck on we're stuck on on duality. We're stuck on binaries, man or woman. Unfortunately, well, not even unfortunately. I say fortunately. Fortunately, I'm not stuck stuck in that. I love people, so 
So hopefully it's a good explanation to clear that, because that's a huge question that's asked all the time. Yeah, no, that was a really good answer. A very uh, simple way to explain something that could seem uh, very complex very to people. Complex, yeah. That's really interesting. I hope that you get the chance to explore that in your scene work. I know that, uh, unfortunately, being a man of color in the industry, sometimes, yeah. you know it can be more difficult for men of color in the industry to sort of explore the different uh, realms of their sexuality or the different realms of uh, sexuality in the industry, period. But, uh, you know, if you can do it, uh, that would be pretty amazing. I hope so. I'm really, I want to break, break down barriers. That, that's my goal. I like that. And you can do that 100%. You just have to be focused and uh, you have to be ready to... Maybe take a little heat from people that don't understand, but uh, if you're ready and willing, I think uh, you can make some major moves. Oh, yes. Awesome. So, uh, something that I'm kind of curious to pick your brain about, especially since you sort yeah. of discussed uh, earlier, like, um, you know, just the scene work that you've been doing and whatnot. How difficult is it for you uh, to sort of... Um, deal with some of the scenes that you might have to do where uh, your race is fetishized? Uh, <laughs> that's a very good one. It's, it's funny. It's, it's funny um, because it's porn is so... I love porn. I love porn so much. I, I, I'm, in, in, I'm in the industry. Um, funny enough, I don't naturally watch a lot of porn it's weird i know it's so funny i'm a i'm i'm a porn star but i don't watch porn weird but <laughs> it's one of those things where it, it's that's a really good question because i'm going I'm, I'm really to answer it the best way i can um well being fetishized especially being a big black man it's it's a it's a societal norm i'm used to it I've been used to it ever since I started getting muscles and started getting noticed. And especially on, you know, the the adult scene, especially in the gay adult scene, gay, gay male adult scene, it's hugely apparent that that's needed. And I know that it can be, <clears throat> excuse me, it can be uh, over, what's the word? What's the word? Saturated. That's good. That's good. It can be oversaturated with the need and want of that to where that specific typecast is there. They want, you know, we, we have these big black guys, we're getting fetishized, we need thugs. Half the time, these guys have to put up a facade and put up a front, which it's acting. It is what it is. That's acting as a performance. And, you know, you can perform that way it may not look as natural or it may not look as smooth as you want to transition because you're forcing yourself to play this role. And I just feel like there should be more, there should be more views and more different um, views for black men in the industry. Like we, yes, we can be big, we can be tough, we can be demanding, we can, you can have that, 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 that prison scene or that, you know, big black guy takes the little, Twinkie little white guy, you know, but you know, however, however you want to put it, you know, 
but that shouldn't be the only the only thing to go to. Like, this is might sound funny and it might throw people off. There is such things as intellectual porn, and that sounds so weird and so so weird intellectual porn. I know so weird, but <laughs> it's just I really want to like I really want to throw off that 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 typecast because that's all we have. That is all we have, and that's um, I want to say that could be it can be a de- detriment. Um, because it will actually eventually could throw people off and even take some of the premier black performers and veer them off in other directions because this typecast is so heavily, um, laid on. So, I don't know, it's, it's, I just feel like it's, it's, it's time for a change. It's time for, uh, you know, let's get more, let's get not as many thugs and, you know, prison rapists out there and our black, you know, black male porn. Let's get, you know, some... Some other scenes, get something different. I mean, I have no problem fetishizing black men. Hey, fetishize me, please. That's that's my job. But, you know, definitely want to do it the right way. Absolutely, man. Yeah, really great answer, Adonis. All right, so you've been in the industry for about two years. You two are years. pansexual. Let's talk I about know. dating and the industry. How difficult okay. is it to date, period, during this time that you've been in the adult industry as a performer? Is it difficult to date someone? You know, do you find yourself uh, having any difficulty dating uh, because of the career that you uh, have? I, I don't find it difficult. Um, as long as I just have that comfortable just I just I straight out and I just, I'm straight out honest and I say, look, this is what I do. This is something you're gonna find. This is something you 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 know about me. If it's something that you accept, then that's fine. That's that's perfect. You know, if it's something that someone does not accept, then I just I throw my hands and say, hey, it is it's for you or if it's not for you. And I don't I don't honestly I don't let that affect me because at the end of the day, you know that's. That's my job, you know, even though I, I love it, but I do, I can separate <clears throat> my job from my personal, and it's, it could be hit or miss, I will say that, it, it, it can throw people off, or it can, like, intimidate people, or it can throw people off, you know, scare them off a little bit, but I don't, I don't feel like it, it's a really, it's a negative thing, I don't think it's a negative thing, I, I don't find problems in any or any issues in that. As you've been experiencing the adult industry, I'm kind of curious to ask you, are there any misconceptions or myths about porn stars that you would like to dispel? Are there any maybe assumptions that you had about uh, the industry or people in the industry that you had prior to entering it that as you've been, you know, making your way through the business, you're like, you know what, it isn't necessarily like I thought it was or or that kind of thing. (laughs) That everyone talks about, oh, it's so easy. It's so easy to be porn. It's not easy. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, future porn stars. Let me tell you, anyone who's thinking about going to the industry. It's not easy. It's very hard. Very, very hard. And it's fun, and it's amazing, and it's wonderful, but it's work. You will work your ass off, literally and figuratively. You will work your ass off. And I'm telling you right now, it's 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 an acquired taste. 
but if you have the if you have the fortitude and you have the 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 good uh what's the word um attitude if you have a good attitude about it then you you'll succeed you you really will um I will say uh all this <laughs> when you watch a porn there's a lot of you know transitions oh it went from here to here there's a lot of work that goes into that there's a lot of man hours a lot of stuff to get move around a lot of equipment sometimes being performer itself hey go pick up this boulder go move this equipment get this out of the way trust me all hands on deck it's work um but the beauty of it is is you travel to amazing places and you meet even more amazing people so it's I'd say if you strive for it, just is something you want to do, do it. Please, by all means, do it. And you'll, you'll learn a lot. In your opinion, is there any competition amongst performers in the industry? Mm. Um, in my case, no, not necessarily. I'm still kind of, still pretty fresh, still pretty fresh in the industry, so I haven't really ran into any competition. But, uh, okay. I guess as far as shop talk, I've heard guys kind of, you know, going back and forth saying, hey, I've done this, you know, I've, I've, I've done this many scenes, how, how have you done? It's friendly competition, nothing too crazy, nothing too nothing too drastic. But uh, hopefully uh, I wish to get to that point where I can actually compete. <laughs> Definitely want to go to someone and say, hey, uh, how many uh, scenes have you done? I've done 5,000. Where are you at now? You know, I would love to get to that point. <laughs> so I think competition is healthy. It's, it gives you a challenge. So, what is your opinion on gay for pay performers in the industry? Ooh, that's a very good question because I have worked with a few gay for pay, gay for pay uh, performers. Um, it's funny. I it's, I think I think the conversation, even with conversations with, with guys who I worked with who stated that oh, I'm gay for pay, it's. You don't have to hide it. You know, you're not going to hurt my feelings. I get, you know, if you don't want people to know, understand under, or know what's going on in your life, whatever inner turmoil that's going on with you, it's, hey, I was there. I feel you. The struggle of, hey, I'm not gay, but I'm going to go ahead and bottom to my heart's content like I bottom for the, like I bottom my entire life. But it's, I ran, I completely ran into that. And, I don't judge. I don't. I'm not one to judge. I do not judge at all. I'm a pansexual black man who does porn. I am not one to judge. But I will say that for those that do gay for pay, please do your research. If you're trying to do, if you think about doing gay for pay, please do your research. And just know that it's, it's okay. It really is okay. Like it's, you'll get judged, you know, you'll, 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 you may get thrown in situations that you will not like. You may get thrown in situations you may not understand. You may get thrown in situations where you feel like you can't, you know, get out of it. Um, but I will say this, though. You have a choice. And if you're uncomfortable with something, and if you're uncomfortable with the scene, make your voice known. Because no amount of money matters with your uncomfortability. That's, and that's my whole thing with respect. If you can handle it and if you can do it, by all means, do it. But if you can't and you cannot and you don't want to, 
you took care of the same now. So, but I will say the ones that do give, give, give pay and succeed at it are great, are lovely at it, and that's that's what they do. Keep doing what you're doing. Hopefully, I run into, run into you guys and we'll make some money together. So, I guess to follow that question up with this, uh, I mean, I think this is the most logical follow-up, is since you're a top, and obviously the gay-for-pay performer that you would have been working with would have been a bottom. A bottom. They would have to bottom mm-hmm. in the scene. Oh, yeah. Does it make the scene harder because they are, quote-unquote, gay-for-pay and, uh, per se, you know, they would not be used to taking a, a dick of that size and girth and that kind of thing? <laughs> or have you experienced gay for pay performers that are um, already sort of established, so they're sort of used to bottoming? I, I guess what I'm trying to ask is, is it mm-hmm. a little bit more difficult to have a bottom who is gay for pay because, uh, you know, they might not necessarily know how to maneuver their way around... Uh, Something like uh, the Adonis. <laughs> the Adonis, I like that. <laughs> um, that's a very good question. And honestly, I'm the same thing I do as far as off screen, the same personal life. I ask questions. I'm like, hey, is, if this is something. This is okay. I, I ask questions because, in my in my opinion, as a top, in my opinion. In the sexual action, the bottom kind of rules that because if the bottom if the bottom is out, top is out. That's it. It's done. It's a wrap. It's over. Scene's done. Everybody go home. Cut, wrap, print. Um, I always ask questions. I want to make sure that whoever's on whoever is bottom for me is comfortable, and especially if it's a situation where they are. It is gay for pay, and they're not used to being with someone of my size, or even used to bottoming in general. I tell them, hey, look. It's okay if you can't do it. That's fine. I understand because I'm a performer as well. There's situations where I've came across where I was like, "Ooh, I'm not feeling it." I'm hey, but I I still went ahead and went, you know, did what I had to do. But um, it's it's all about communication. It really is. Like communicate, please, by all means, communicate, please, because that is what makes things go right. If you're not feeling it, let me know. If you are. Let's do it. <laughs> it's like I said, it's communication. Communication is key. It really is. And like I said, the bottom has to be comfortable. And like I said, I know what I have. I know I have a very huge dick. I know <laughs> what I got going on. <laughs> and it scares, it scares me sometimes. Like it'll, it'll wake me up while I'm sleeping. Go with that. Oh, it's my dick. <laughs> so you know, it's 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 all about being comfortable. That's that's, that's really what boils down to. Comfortability and communication is key. So, when did you first realize that you were packing something special? When did you figure out that uh, what you've got down below is uh, not your average uh, piece of salami? (laughs) (laughs) I want to say I noticed when I was about seventeen. I lost my I lost my virginity when I was sixteen. Someone say about seventeen. I uh, actually had some abs and had some arms. And I actually had some muscles. So, you know, me being slim and then having muscle, that kind of pronounced itself. And you know, it was kind of boom there. So by the time I was seventeen, I kind of noticed that I uh, 
hello, hello, a little extra going on. And uh, it <laughs> it was, that was actually one of the main reasons why I didn't have a sex life. We're all 17, 18, well, 17, because the fear of it, I want to say. <laughs> so, That's too funny. But, well, let's talk about you losing your virginity. Let's go back in time. And uh, yeah. I would say you have two virginities that you've lost. Uh, true, true. So let's go into both of the times that you lost your virginity. Okay. I'll go with my first time on 16. Um, we're actually, she was actually a really good friend of mine. Um, funny enough, hilariously enough, she was gay. She only did a woman. I mean, she did a guy, of course, and then she found out she was gay after the guy. I was like, okay, cool. But we've been friends ever since. Um, I've had a crush on her forever, but, of course, we were best friends. So I had no intentions of anything whatsoever. And uh, so long story short, uh, it's one of those experimentations. She's like, oh, hey, you know, uh, let's, let's, let's try and see. And... We did it, and yeah, apparently now, from what I, well, from before, years ago, from the last time I played contact with her, years, God, probably over 10 years ago, yeah, way over 10 years ago, last time I talked to her, was like, yeah, she's, she's bi, she has a boyfriend, she has a girlfriend, she's, she, basically, she told me that I was her, I was her penile awakening, I was like, really? Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, Really? She's like, yeah, you mean you mean be like I like men too. I'm just like, why would you even like? Uh, I was like, I was right here. She's like, yeah, but we're friends. We were friends. I know. Uh. <laughs> oh well. She didn't know they they came in fun size, and by fun right. size I mean huge size because fun size is exactly. Small. <laughs> well, yeah, true. <laughs> uh, You're an you know, extra fun we're... size. Super size. Exactly. Exactly. Go large. There you go. <laughs> uh, let's see. Second oh, second time. Second time I was God once I was nineteen and nineteen and uh, a friend of mine actually met him over I actually met him through God. I remember was it MySpace at the time, I wanna say? MySpace at the time. And uh, he lived he lived around the Mobile Beach. And I pretty well with the middle be from time to time. Some of my family, you know, and uh, one time decided to meet up and just go from there. We uh, hung out a little bit, drunk on the beach, and things led to another. He, he bought them, and it was it was good. <laughs> it was very good. <laughs> So I want to say those are my two times I lost my virginity. Well, my off-camera, yes, my off-camera virginity. Yes, there you go. <laughs> was bottoming ever something that you were curious to try, or was it something that, like, sort of, uh, not immediately, but maybe instinctually, you sort of knew that that was not your thing? I mean, you know, you might not lie. Like, I, I... A lot of people, there are some people who sit there who've never tried it and go, oh, no, never. Mm. I can't say I'd never. I, mean, I, tr I try. I made an attempt, and it wasn't for me. I, you know, and it's just one of the things where, you know, it's, it's 
it wasn't for me. If, but the thing that it is, though, it's better that I knew, I knew it wasn't for me than just assuming it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. Very true. So, mm-hmm. so we've been talking about your career in the industry, and at the start of the interview, we talked about your life uh, pre-porn. Yeah. So I'm kind of curious yeah. to ask you, does your family know about your career in the business? Is that something that you've shared oh, with them, Lord, or... No. Oh no! Oh okay. no! No no! <laughs> My family will hopefully will never know uh, of the existence of Adonis. Um, so that <laughs> hopefully I will say hopefully. <laughs> I, I, I'm on a I'm on a good streak now. It's been it's been two years, so I think I'm good. <laughs> In your personal life, do you get into any kinds of fetishes? Do you get into fetish play in your personal life? I don't necessarily get into fetish play in my personal life. I do have my own personal fetishes, I, of course, I love. But as far as playing and actually getting a chance to experience them, not really. I uh, I work so much. <laughs> I'm such a typical workaholic. So, you know, it's I have to keep my fetishes on the inside. How often do you work out? And... Uh... Do you have to find yourself sort of like watching what you eat, especially when you know that you have a shoot coming up? Um, normally, when I have a shoot coming up, I tend to eat very light. Um, eat more, eat more light meats, eat more fish, more chicken, more seafood, and then I um, I do more um, do more heavy lifting just to get more definition before a shoot. Um, in general, I work out. I want to say I work out almost every day. I work out at least four days a week, between four to five days a week. Um, sometimes, sometimes I work a full week. Um, um, but I do give myself within days of just resting, just to be lazy, just to not do anything, just to kind of relax and let my body um, heal up and then go right back into it. Um, but yeah, I, I work out pretty much almost every day. To shave or not to shave, that is the question. And I'm talking about um, manscaping, you know, so hair everywhere, including down there. I keep things nicely trimmed. I normally, I either will keep, well, now I'm all in normally shave everything off, or I keep everything, like, completely nicely trimmed. I do not go all bushwhack on there. That's just uncomfortable. <laughs> but I do tend to keep everything kind of nice and almost gone. In your opinion, what part of your body is the sexiest and why? What part of my body is the sexiest? <sighs> I'd have to say... To see my eyes. The windows to your soul. Oh yes, oh yes. <laughs> On the flip side, in your opinion, what part of your body do you like the least, and why? Ooh, part of my body I like the least. Mm. My chest. I don't like my chest. I wish it was bigger. <laughs> that is a hard, that is a hard area to work out. To mainly focus, I do push-ups, I do pull-ups, I do everything else that's on there get a bigger chest but for some reason it's it doesn't want to want to go all Terry Crews on me now so I'm, I'm getting I'm trying 
Tell me something quirky about yourself that most people don't know. Something unique about Adonis. Something unique about me. Let's see. Um, I... That's a very good question. I... I'm a huge, I'm a huge nerd. I'm a huge comic book nerd. And I go to every single Marvel movie ever. And I actually like to collect pop figurines. Ah, Funko Pop. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like to, I like to collect pop figurines. There's times where I'll, uh, I'll go, once I go to the state, if I have the opportunity to go out of the country, I'll try to find a rare pop just to get, I'll look for it. If I can't look for it, I'd have to go on Amazon. By all means, I'll do it. Very cool. So I'm assuming you saw Black Panther. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Definitely did. Very it cool. It was amazing. Yeah, I totally agree. Wakanda forever. Yes. Describe yourself in ten words or less. Ten words or less. Hmm. Daring. Caring. Sharing. Wait, those all rhyme. Those all rhyme. And it works. Um, yes. <laughs> um, protective. Loving. Um, stubborn. <laughs> creative. Hmm. Motivated. Risk-taking. And, um, let's see. It's real. It's real. I have nothing to, I have nothing to, I have nothing to hold, I have nothing to hold, hold back. I want to ask, like, the best, just the best things about me, I guess I can say. Let's allow your fans to get to know some of your favorites. I have this list of uh, pop culture-oriented questions that are designed yeah. to allow your fans to get to know some of your favorites in the realm of pop culture. So the first question is, what are five of your most favorite television shows? Ooh. Ooh. All right. Let's see. Um, Game of Thrones, of course. Um... Let's see, Game of Thrones. Let's see, what else? Um, Strike Back. That's a very under, under, underrated show. Banshee. I love that show. Um, let's see. Hmm, does Netflix shows count? Yes, of hmm. course. Okay. Well, in that case, of course, all of them were all the lawful ones. Except for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Inhumans. I didn't like those. I did not like those at all. <laughs> well, I can um, understand Inhumans. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is actually pretty good. Uh, if you stuck through the first season, each subsequent you know season got better, in my opinion. That's what That's what happened. I got lost in the first season, and that threw me off. Yeah, I would right say at, the first nope. 15 episodes, it was a little bit slow. It did a lot of world building, and unfortunately, because it of... What ended up happening in uh, Winter Soldier, you know, yes. they, they just had to build, a, yeah, they had had to build, build up to, mm-hmm. to that. And I totally understand that the buildup was a bit frustrating for people. But if you stuck through that and if you continued watching it, I would recommend it as a binge. It's probably much easier to watch as a binge. 
So okay. if you ever have enough time, I'd suggest you. Uh, I would suggest revisiting it because um, it actually each season is better than the last. To be quite honest. Oh good, good, oh good, oh. Oh, hmm. I just I watched I just saw a new show on Netflix called Alter Carbon. That oh, okay. Was good. Oh, and Black Mirror. I love Black Mirror. I absolutely love Black Mirror. Awesome. I'm a huge sci-fi guy. <laughs> yeah, I could tell. All great choices. <laughs> so next up, who are four of your all-time favorite music artists? Ooh, ooh, ooh. let's see. Number one, hands down, gonna put out there, gonna put up the Prince, Michael. Um, I saw Oakland Fire in concert. That was amazing. Uh, Charles Gambino. Um, as much as I love Kendrick, he's not on my favorite list for this one. Um, I'd have to say, ooh, ooh, Bowie and Freddie Mercury, hands down. What are three of your most favorite films? Oh, three of my most favorite films. Number one, of course, Black Panther, of course. Um, this is a good movie. The Sheep of Water was actually really good. And what's another movie I've seen recently that was really good? Um, Don't Ragnarok. I'll put that in the list. What are two foods you can't live without? Bacon and smell it. One food, one food that might be a combination. Bacon and salted caramel, the other one is sour gummies. It's weird. It's so weird. <laughs> I love a sour gummy. Oh, yes. The Haribos. I like Yes. Oh, ooh. I'm one of those weird guys. I cannot eat. I eat Twizzlers and gummies cold in the fr in the refrigerator. I have to eat anything gummy cold. Oh, that's weird. I'm weird. I know it's weird. I agree. <laughs> I co-sign it. <laughs> and what is one of your guilty pleasures? Wham. Listening to Wham. I know, it's so, so out of left field, but yeah, Wham! is one of my guilty pleasures. So what is next for Adonis Coverture? What can the listeners and the fans anticipate from you in the near future? Ooh, well, hopefully everyone stays, you know, keeps posted on my Twitter and keeps posted on all my other posts. But uh, hopefully I'll, uh, hopefully, hopefully I'm gonna, I'll definitely have more videos coming out and, uh, I hope to really just expand on being uh, being rarity. Like I just really wanna really wanna put myself out there more. I hope to I hope to do more vids. I hope to actually do more um, more uh, what else? More vids, of course. Draw more more photo shoots. Would love to do more group group shots. I would love to do that. Just you know, love to do that. So I'm definitely just gonna. Trying to get myself more out there. I mean, as soon as as soon as I put stuff out there, everyone will, will get a taste of it. So I'm just I'm just as excited to put more content out as everyone else is seeing it. So very exciting. So how can your fans reach you? Where can they find you on the web, social media, all of the goodies? Okay. 
Well, I have a Tumblr. Uh, it is www.adonis, A-D-O-N-I-S, A-T-L, for Atlanta, of course, triple X, dot tumblr.com. Um, let's see, what else do I have? I have a Twitter. Um, and my Twitter handle is at I-K-4-R-U-S. And I have an Instagram. And that Instagram is Adonis Kovacher. I spell exactly how you'll see it on Adonis Kovacher. And that's on Instagram. Perfect. Well, this does bring us to the end of our interview. Is there anything that you would like to say to your fans and supporters? I just want to say thank you for supporting me and just, you know, keeping me up. You know, just like, just hyping me up. Like, it's, I do, I do more so for all you guys than I do for myself because I love, I love this line of work. I love it. And I love the fact that you're loving it and it makes you want to put more content out. So, Every every film that gets put out, every thrust I, I put into, I'm doing it all for you. So just keep throwing it out there. And you want to see me in your city, you want to see me, you know, want to work with me, definitely get the content out there. Definitely hit me up. You want to see me in your city, email me, contact me through my uh, Instagram, through my Tumblr, through my, uh, through my Twitter. Make magic happen. Let's do this. I love the sound of that. So I certainly want to thank you so much for the interview, Adonis. No problem. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. And the door's open for more whenever Mm -hmm. you want to come back and uh, update the listeners and your fans on what you've been up to. You're more than welcome to. Oh, yeah, definitely. I will. Perfect. And listeners, I also want to thank you for tuning into One on One with Poppy Chulo. Once again, here's our announcer to remind you on how you can interact with us. Thank you for downloading One on One with Poppy Chulo. Here are a few helpful reminders. For more information on One on One with Poppy Chulo, visit poppychularadio.com slash after dark. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chulo radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. Follow Poppy Chulo on Twitter at twitter.com slash poppychulo one on one. That's at poppychulo. The number one. The word on. And the number one. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Back to you, Poppy Chulo. Thanks, announcer. And with that, Adonis Coverture and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, listeners. Good night, listeners. Let's go! Thanks for listening to One on One with Poppy Chulo. To contact us with any of your questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com. Or leave us a voicemail at 305-515-8620. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash poppychuloradio. And like us on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash poppychuloradio. Be sure to listen again next week as we continue to showcase exclusive interviews with some of the adult industry's most popular male performers. 
This is Ben Patrick Johnson saying good night and have a wonderful week.